Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, hosted by Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer of Creelan.com. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, embraced their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer. And today on the podcast, I welcome Derek Kwa all the way from Singapore to the podcast. And before I bring him on the line, I just want to share a little bit more about him. Derek believes in doing what you love and pursuing your passions. He left school at 16 to do just that. Since then, he has completed a virtual internship with Seth Godin, was one of the first 100 graduates of Seth Godin's Alt-MBA program, traveled to 10 countries in two years, played in professional poker tournaments against some of his favorite celebrity players, started a marketing agency with clients such as QuickBooks Asia and ONI Global. And now he works with disenchanted, restless, nine-to-five office workers and helps them get on the path toward pursuing their passions and building the life they want. So welcome, Derek, to the podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. I know um, I always tell my listeners kind of where we know each other from. So we kind of um, met in a, an online Facebook group, and um, and I was just um, sharing, too, on I think I have not um, interviewed someone from my own continent for a long time. So we're getting more of an international reach with our guests, and I'm so excited to be able to um, share everyone's stories from around the world. So I really, really appreciate you coming on the show today. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of the internet, right? Like it is the globalization and absolutely make it to connect with anyone. It is, and it's absolutely. I think, it, and it speaks well to um, how we do business today. And I, I have a feeling it might be part of what we talk about today. What do you think? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, that's a huge part of like my brand slash message, uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like you have quite quite a, the breadth of experience from from your bio. So I I'm gonna just dive in and ask my my telltale first question, which is, you know, share more about your story, Derek, and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I got started basically. I left school after I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just kind of, uh, uh, like, I was in the gifted program in Singapore where we were supposedly like the top 1% of our batch. Mm-hmm. And, but after a certain point, it kind of felt like, you know, I was just going through the motions of school because it's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I felt like I wasn't gaining that much out of it. Um, so, I decided to leave, which was, yeah. you know, at 16 in yeah. Asia was a very scary decision mm-hmm. to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but so after I left, like, I'm a huge computer geek. <laughs> I, you know, I've been programming since I was 11 or 12. Um, so, like, when I left school, the first thing I did was go online. And I came across Seth Gordon's blog. And Seth, you know, really puts into words a lot of the things I believe in, mm-hmm. but could never really articulate myself. Yeah. And, yeah, one day I 
Yes, it is. And, but I think that we get in our own way about, you know, that the fear around that and when what could happen. And, and you're right. That's, that's one thing that I tell people too is, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Like chances are someone's not going to come and say, Oh, you're a horrible person for reaching out to me. How dare you? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. to, you know, and I mean, like, people aren't going to do that. And, um, but what I find is that, People do get in their own way about reaching out to people, and, you know, I feel like I'm pretty accessible, too. And and like you said, with the way the world works now, with the Internet, um, you know, reaching out to someone is as simple as, you know, posting something online or sending an email or, uh, you know, something like that, and, and people are very accessible. Yeah. Like, does stuff go in... You're talking about, you know, posting something online. There's virtual internship from OA that, you know, that's something I didn't even actually apply for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mentioned it in a blog post as an opportunity I had missed because of various reasons. Um, and he came on and left a comment on my blog saying, oh. I'm creating this group of people on Basecamp would you like to be a part of this? Uh-huh. So, like that, you know, that was just amazing to me. Yeah. You, know, you just kind of mention someone and they show up. That is, that is amazing. And for those of you out there listening who don't know who Seth Godin is, you need to look him up. Seth, um, he's just a pioneer in the world of, of online work yeah. and of productivity and of um, really um, doing things in a much easier, <laughs> heartfelt way, I think. So, yeah. um, and Godin is spelled G-O-D-I-N for those of you who don't know if you want to look up Seth Godin online. So what did, um, I, and I think that's amazing that he reached out to you. I mean, talk about accessibility. Like he's accessible, to, you're accessible to him too. And just mentioning him, that that's just amazing uh, yeah. to me that, that he did that and just was like, hey, you know, I think this is a good fit for you. And what an amazing thing also for those of us who are in business who are afraid to reach out to potential clients and customers. Um, because you were you were probably in this place of oh my gosh I can't believe Seth reached out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember like checking the IP address of the <laughs> and being like, okay, it's from New York. It's actually from where Seth's supposed to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I totally can under uh, relate to that for sure. You're like, oh my gosh, how did they find me? Um, but uh, there is something called Google Alerts too. So. Yeah. <laughs> That alerts you when people are talking about you online. So, um, absolutely amazing. So, I'm, I'm guessing that's the program then that you signed up for. His, would that, was that the Alt MBA program? Uh, no, so this was the virtual internship he did in 08. Okay. So, Alt MBA is a ongoing kind of one month intensive course that he's running now, I think. I think the fourth batch mm-hmm. just graduated about a couple of weeks ago. Right. So so you have the proof is in the pudding. You reach out to someone and then you start talking about them and they appear and are there to support you. Yeah, I mean a lot of yeah, I mean a lot of the kind of things that happened to me has really just been reaching out. Right? Um how one of the biggest things of of how I started blogging was um about two months in, two mm-hmm. after I started my blog, I sent an email to Chris Brogan. Mm-hmm. He's a social media 
guy, author of Social Media 101. And I sent an email to him just asking, like, you know, do you have any tips? Like, I'm a new blogger. Like, do you have any suggestions or tips for, you know, how to make my blog better? Uh-huh. And he wrote a post, like a short post about me with, like, a link to my blog. Nice. And this was, you know, this was all as a random 16-and-a-half-year-old kid from Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> so all this was just kind of really amazing to me. And realizing just, you know, how accessible and how generous a lot of these people are. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and that, that, I find that too. I, I And I, I find that the people who reach out to me, because there's a percentage of people, right, who lurk, <laughs> who don't want to, you know, be seen or for, you know, for a variety of reasons. I lurk in certain groups as well for a little while. But um, but then those people, well, you're like, I'm so excited when people reach out to me and ask a question because it's like, oh, I can be of service. Um, yeah. And I, I think um, also in my professional life before I started doing a lot of online stuff, um, there's kind of this thing of wanting to pass on information to the next generation of up-and-coming professionals. And, and really wanting to help people. And, and I think that people really kind of get stuck in, in thinking that others are going to want to hold the information to their vest. They're not going to want to share it. They're very protective of it. And, and that's true sometimes. Absolutely. But, um, what I find is, is the people that, um, I admire are, are, like you said, are very generous and open with sharing about their journey or about tips or, and whether it's, a shout out in a in a blog post <laughs> or um commenting on your blog or you know sometimes they will directly speak to you um in a public forum or they might even create a blog post or some other type of post that speaks directly to the questions that you've asked yeah and i mean you know everyone i think even the most you know famous people right they everyone wants to be appreciated Mm -hmm. That's something that never really gets old, no matter how successful you are, I think. Uh I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and it and it's it's nice. It's nice when people contact you, and it's nice to be of service. It's it's also nice that you've had this quote unquote success. And I put that in quotes just because everyone has a different different definition of success. But I would say, as an online entrepreneur the fact that you're getting responses directly from people of this caliber in the online space is very successful and it it speaks very highly of your um, genuineness in reaching out to them for help and and also their generosity, like you said, in wanting to um, provide additional support or guidance as well. So how do you, like, I know that it, you said it was, like, really scary to, to drop out of school and to leave that behind and to start doing your blog. Like, what do you think really, aside from um, reaching out to people you admire, what do you think also helps you kind of be able to get to that point of reaching out? Um, I think a lot of it, you know, there are a few things, I guess. A lot of it is, Kind of just, for lack of a better word, kind of just restlessness. <laughs> you know, <laughs> after you you hit a certain point where you just like, I need to do something and I don't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to me, you know, sending an email to someone has always been one of the easiest things to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, I think a lot of, part of what is a struggle, part of what holds us back a lot of times, it's also that vulnerability, right? When you reach out to someone, yeah. you're risking, you're risking rejection, you're showing, you're, sh- you're, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position, right? Showing that you need help, mm-hmm. etc. Um, and yeah, for me, a lot of it was just, you know, I get to the point of what do I do next and I don't really know. So let's reach out to someone who does. <laughs> That's, and that's great. And I, you know, I, I think that, and I, can, I guess I'll just speak from my own experience. As I get older, um, there, there's kind of a feeling of, hmm, you know, sometimes I should know that, you know, I, and, and you're right, it's that vulnerability piece of admitting that I don't know that. Um, and I, I remember being 16, which was quite a long time ago, and, and not having the same types of reservations about asking for help. Yeah. Um, so I think that that could have played part of it, but I think it's a really yeah, good lesson. Um, I think I it's mean, a really good like lesson a, for both you know, of us. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a kind of completely unknown <laughs> mm-hmm. kid, like from halfway across the world from all these people, right? Right. <laughs> it's, you know, that there's really, there's really no space for me to have had an ego at that point because I'm not supposed to know anything. Right. (laughs) Even though you were a pretty pretty smart young man um, back when you were 16, it sounds like. So. (laughs) Hang. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I I think that um, I think there's a lot to be learned from that. Just that act of reaching out and and getting to that place. And I love that you brought up that vulnerability because I think that. A lot of us are afraid to show that and to admit that we're we may not have been doing things in a way that's being that's helping our business or helping us personally, and it, it is a risk to admit that and to reach out and to risk that rejection, like you said. Um, but how else are we going to grow? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's you know, it's really important, I guess, I think, to be able to be open about those things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean it's a tough balance, right? Of you know, not. I mean, there's a part of me that kind of concerns in terms of there's a lot of celebration of failure these days, <laughs> <laughs> which you know that's a good aspect to it, but that's also it can also be bad if you take it too far. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't even like the word failure. Um, and I, I've been using it a little bit more lately. I, I like the word opportunity because I think that we always learn from things that didn't work out the way we had planned. Um, but failure to me kind of says that, you know, it's, oh my, it just has this negative spin of, oh, you, you made this huge mistake you're not going to be able to recover from. And I don't think that that's true of any choices that we make. I think we can always recover from them. But that that's a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, but I agree. I think there is, there's, 
you know, there, I think the celebration of failure is is a way to to help us realize that we can learn from it. But I, I agree. I think it can go too far. Um, you know, it's like I'm the the best worst blogger in the world. <laughs> You know, and then, yeah. you know, do we we want to put out quality work, I think, right? Yeah, I think, it's, you know, it's a tough balance between accepting where you are and still pushing to yeah. get better and do the best. It is. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think it is a tough balance. Um, How do, how do you manage balancing those two things? <laughs> Honestly, I I don't do that very well. <laughs> Um, I You're working much, on it. I lean much more to the side of needing to be the best, mm-hmm. and I get extremely hard on myself. Yeah. All the time, mm-hmm. like you know, in pretty much every project or business I've gone into, right? Like, you know, running when I was running the marketing agency last year, about once a month I would go to my business partner and be like, I feel like I'm a complete failure. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, you know, it's a constant struggle for me, I guess. Yeah. Well and I, I think that I am similar. I, I know a lot of people that I work with are similar. It's just that kind of that perfectionism being really hard yeah. on ourselves and really expecting a lot. And <clears throat> in this day and age there's not only competition with other people, but there's competition with ourselves. And yeah. um, I think it's hard for other people to sometimes tell the difference. And those of us who are entrepreneurs, we're typically, and this is my experience, I don't know if you find the same, but we typically are harder on ourselves. We're not really in competition with other people as much as we are in competition with ourselves yeah, to be definitely. the best and get to the next level. Yeah. I think one thing that really helped me was um, I started working with a coach about mm-hmm. probably about 15 months ago um Nishita Gupta she's another of like Seth's disciples if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know one thing that like she's really helped throughout the past year slightly over a year and I think the biggest thing is she's really helped me kind of acknowledge that yes I feel like a failure sometimes mm-hmm. but it's okay to feel like a failure. Yeah. Right? And not, you know, beat myself up even more over that feeling. Right. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, that's a great point is, is hiring someone to help you with that. Um, if if it's getting in the way, I think that's a great idea to help people uh, or have, help, have people help you kind of take a look at that and be yeah. able to move through it. Because just having that thought of, oh, I'm a failure isn't necessarily – you know, the end of the world, but if you can't get past that to move forward, then that's where, you know, it might be good to get some extra support in doing that. Yeah, definitely. And so I think that's great. So what I'm hearing, and my audience knows I always, like, pick out the themes. I'm like, oh, what is this, like, so juicy. So, like, you know, you're talking about reaching out to people, asking for help, and then also asking for help um, not only in the, the tactical pieces of the work that you do, but in the mindset pieces of the things that you do as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, I think a huge part of what I believe in, I guess, is that community. Right? It's about surrounding yourself with the best people, mm-hmm. right? And surrounding yourself can be by interacting with them, 
working with them, or it could even be just, you know, reading their blogs and mm-hmm. taking part in their community, right? But having those people around you who will push you forward in some way or another, um, I think that's huge. Yeah. Uh, there was another interview, podcast interview I did a couple of months ago, I think, where, where I was asked, um, you know, what's the, what's the like one thing, like bigger thing to help you when you get to that edge and you're too scared to like jump off? Right? How do you <laughs> overcome that fear? And honestly, to me, I think the biggest thing is sometimes having someone who is going to push you off that ledge. <laughs> huh, I don't know. There might be some legal ramifications for something like that. <laughs> and, you know, who will support you and help you. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or to catch you when you fall. Yeah. <laughs> off, off the cliff. But, no, I think I think pushing is important because – we we can get to a point where we think we're pushing ourselves, but we're still kind of comfortable in that zone of not moving through what we need to move through to get to the next level. So it's helpful to have someone who is more objective, who's not as attached to your excuses as you are, um, yeah. who can just, you know, gently guide you and um or you know i don't know kick you off the off the edge you know what whatever is is going to help cuz we all have different styles i don't i like to be pushed but i don't like to be like drop kicked yeah. like a gentle <laughs> nudge off the edge yeah it's a gentle nudge <laughs> sometimes it has to be a little bit more forceful but n- nothing to yeah i don't i don't want bruises that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. absolutely so well it sounds like um these things that you're talking about really, really helped you a lot, you know, having a support system and a community. And I agree, it doesn't always have to be something major. I mean, you know, you and I both help people. We we get paid to help people, um, and that's wonderful for the, the people who were called to work with us. Um, but it doesn't have to be paid. Like you said, you can read other people's blogs. You can reach out for support. You can ask questions. You can join communities where there's a forum to have that discussion and to have that kind of support. There's so many different levels of finding support, um, and it's important to to go out and find what works for you because I know for me, there's been different points in my business where having a coach a one-on-one coach has been really helpful, and then there's other times where being involved in a group community is more helpful. So it also depends on where you are and what type of support you're looking for. Yeah, definitely. And you know, picking up on that, right? I think a lot of you know a lot of the things about forging your own path and you know building your own business, whatever it is, is really picking out the things that work for you. Right, mm-hmm. there's thousands of strategies and tips and you know things other people do, and it may or may not work for you given your situation, your personality. Mm-hmm. Right, um, was that quote from um, good artists? Good artists copy, great artists steal. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that says all advice is autobiographical. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite quotes. I love that. 
And like, I think that's one of the biggest issues. Of, that's one of the biggest issues I have with the whole like coaching and self-development world, right? Where so many people kind of prescribe solutions yeah. that work for them as a be-all end-all. Right, and there's a danger in that. I, I agree. Um, and I, I have that same complaint, and I think it's – and that's why I really educate people on finding the right fit yeah. because when you have someone who says this is the panacea for getting over, you know, your negative thoughts about taking the next risk, um, that's that's a risk in and of itself because what works for one person isn't always going to work for another person. And, and quite frankly, I think I'm safe to say that what works for one person is not going to work for everybody. Yeah, um, so we have to we have to be diligent in being our own advocate and finding what is going to work for us. And just because it worked for our our business partner or yeah. a really close colleague doesn't mean it's going to work for us. Yeah, and you know you see that even in a lot of the Facebook groups we are in, right? Where <laughs> yeah. people ask for advice and everyone just gives these definite solutions of you have yeah. to do this and that always works me. <laughs> yes, no, I, you and I are part of a very big face group together and I see that going on in there too. And, you know, it's, I think also part of that personal development work that we do as entrepreneurs is knowing what to pick and choose to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah, that's very hard, definitely. <laughs> yes, yes, because, you know, we, when we are looking for support in, you know, doing a specific task or figuring out a solution for our business, it is easy to get caught in that trap of, oh, they were successful for them, so it must be the answer. Um, but there's also a piece where we really need to kind of listen to ourselves and our intuition and knowing what is going to be right for us. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We are we're just about out of time, Derek, if you can believe it. This always goes so fast. I know I say yeah. it every week. My audience is sick of hearing it, but it does. It goes by so fast because we have such great conversations um and and this was no exception. I really really enjoyed speaking with you and and learning more about what it is you do and I want to make sure that people can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about uh about you. So how do they do that? Um, you can find me at DerekQuar.com. Um, that's you know where I blog, and there are links to uh, basically all the projects I'm doing from there. That's probably the best way to find me. Great. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, Derek. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for more powerful interviews with powerful people who've learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast with Creelan Peters, the Fear Whisperer. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and leave a review on iTunes. You can also find us at creelan.com slash podcast. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash podcast. And get even more great tips on how to get out of your own damn way by taking Creelan's free quiz at creelan.com slash quiz. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash quiz. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.